2: download from the app store and google play powered by bluebet
1: gamble responsibly call 800 858 858
0: ora and good morning this is Beznesi for breakfast on SCNZ and it's Wednesday the 25th of August we're just after 7am in the morning and we've already chatted some good topics we'll read through a couple of these texts as well from you all thank you very much good morning Gentlemen, I think the boys are only away for the third Bledisloe Cup match. Artie Savia for captain, I think so. That's from Costa. Costa texts us on double eight double three, so that is an important point. They might only be away for the third um, Bledisloe Cup match, so we'll see what happens from there. Maybe Artie Savia for captain. Interesting. Here's another one. Morning, Izzy. Go online to the tool shop and order a chainsaw sharpener. $90. Great tool for newbies. Cheers, Matt. That's for you, (laughs) Is to be able to sharpen your chainsaw after your demolition of those railway sleepers yesterday. So thank you, Matt. <laughs> and then this one from Richie on the back of the quiz master, the is master and the trials and tribulations of our callers trying to get a hold of that $50 TAB bonus bet voucher. The quiz questions are all good. A mixture of sports. So there you go. That's an endorsement for your quizzy dag is.
2: Mate, oh, do, do th- lot, happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Louis had a had, had a good point actually. Do you think it's a bit like you know fishing fishing a good spot or you know just waiting? Like do you reckon the callers are actually waiting to the to the middle of the quiz and then they come and pounce on it? You know they know the the, well, that the start first of the quiz
0: is probably tough. Mm. Well, the first call he said, "Oh, I didn't realise I was first. Well, for a start, there's no. You, it's not like we're going to sit there and have all these lists of who's in in line, right? We're going to randomly choose. But yep. I don't know. I didn't realize I was first. Well, you got to back yourself. you got to back yourself to get five questions. Mm. Don't just sit there and wait for others to fail and then have your time mm. in the sun. Stand up and be counted. Get out there and
2: take on the quiz master, the is wait, master. Y- y- no, should I make it easy? shall I make it easy, Bez? Shall I just make it real easy? No, you know, The Week one, everyone was complaining. It's too too easy. So I've gone out and made it hard, and now everyone's complaining and taking too long. no nah. Everyone's getting it wrong. Nah. Mate,
0: but you do you. You just
2: continue to do uh, you, yours. I think you're running
0: a yes, good sweetie. quiz. I'm a big fan yep. of it. Hey, I want to pick up on something. We're, we're going to get off to Sean Clotworthy in a minute, the president of the New Zealand Trainers Association. But before we do, I just want to pick up on something that was in Trudy's news: the white baiting, that it's potentially um, not uh, well, that it's not allowed. How can white baiting not be allowed? If we don't white bait, we don't go and catch those white bait. Where do they go? Well, we're going to have what, what happens to those white bait. There needs to be white bait caught, and then they've got to be able to be eaten. You know, they've got to have white bait fritters. If you don't catch them, where do they go? They'll say, "Oh, well, this is no fun. I'm going to go elsewhere." Hey, how can you stop white baiting? You can't catch COVID down in your local river, sitting there. I guess you have fish for white bait in your river. Do you do you doing rivers or lakes? This is not my. White this is not bait. my gig. I just. If we don't you know catch white bait, where do they go? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you need to text. Maybe you need to text the beeve and say, "What's going on, mate? This is unacceptable. The white bait should be allowed to be caught. If you're a white baiter, then we want to hear from you as well." Double eight, double three. What an outlandish statement! And talk about outlandish statements. Our next guest, he will talk to us about what the current predicament is in racing in our country because under level four we are nutter when it comes to racing which is very frustrating as we wind into the biggest part of the racing season which is spring not just racing but also breeding as well so spare thought for everyone out there and the ability to move horses you'd like and also train horses and get the best out of them they need to be racing the rock hard fit and this is our time to shine so on the on the line now we have the newly elected president of the trainers association, Sean Clotworthy, mate, talk to us. What is the mood like in the training fraternity right now?
1: Yeah, how are you guys. Um, well, the moods—we're all just sort of standing, still waiting to see what's going to happen. Really, uh, this weekend, you know, we're obviously trying our best to uh, get these horses to the races and uh, keep them fit, etc. And it's yeah, it's just a bit of a funny feeling because you're planning, but then you're, you're not. Quite sure what the the next step's going to be. So, yeah, it's it's difficult. Probably similar for a lot of people, but uh, difficult. Yeah.
0: Sean, just talk to me. Everyone sort of says, and I, I went on a bit of a rant yesterday because I'm a horse owner and and I've got horses which are yeah. ready to go, and it's this time of year and and yeah. it's uh, it's an expensive game anyway, right? So you want you want to see your horses out there and and have the just opportunity follow. to, to follow. race and things. But um, so I we, we've had. All, all the information that we've had back is that well we yep. we have to sit idle and we have to wait till we head down to level three but i don't under, i don't quite understand that why can't why can't we lobby to be racing on level four
1: yeah well this is this yeah this is a um, something that we might have just missed uh louis you know we might have uh we might have missed the boat on a little bit in the last six months because there's there's quite a feeling that you know, we're right next door to Australia, which is the, is the biggest, best model in the world in racing. And it's pretty easy for us to probably tap into similar systems they're doing. And they're up and uh, have raced right through, which is really frustrating for um, New Zealand owners to sit back and watch that. So, uh, you know, there's a question why we can't, um, we can't be like them in racing. But uh, they've sort of come back and said we've tro- they've tried with MPI and there's you know different different levels of uh, lockdowns between the two countries. But uh, you know, like I think you'll find we're pretty similar to Victoria in and, and population, um, how we're getting, how you know society's getting locked down, and uh, they've made it work with their protocols. But we've just maybe missed the boat a little bit on that. Uh, That's Sean, my feeling anyway. Um...
0: Yeah, Sean Clotweather joining us here on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Louis actually in the back. He's got his own show on Saturdays. Oh, Louis, if, uh, oh, during the week, oh, he just yeah, he just makes sure that we don't. Yeah, he just makes sure we don't come it? off the train tracks. That's what he does. Oh, yeah, so is, that is that you? Is that you, Izzy?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, mate. I'm Bears. here trying
2: to ask you a horse question. That's Bears, and I'm Izzy.
1: <laughs> oh right, okay, right. Yeah, I got your voices now. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs>
2: All right. One other thing. Yeah, I so, just so
1: like, to know, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It's it's really frustrating, and, and and it's and it's it's frustrating for trainers, and it's frustrating for owners, and and uh, probably people are looking at Australia even more now. You know, with their horses. So, um, you know, it's it's something that that you know, I've got a feeling we, we we've missed the boat. You know, it's a hard, obviously it's a hard situation to to be in for everybody. But um, but you know, I've just thought we've had the last six months to really prepare for this, and uh, we haven't maybe done enough about it.
0: Well, even even more than that, to be honest, um, Sean, I think yeah, we had coming yeah, up yeah. 12 months. And, and if we look across the Tasman and look at what Australia have done, they had Peter Volandis over there who did lobby for a long period of time. And we must have foreseen yeah. that COVID could have come back at some point. So it's pretty disappointing that we haven't found a, a yeah, way to, to be able to get racing to continue.
1: Yeah, that's right. And, and um, that, that's something that, you know, has it's, it's been really frustrating with the industry of late is that we just haven't, you know, we haven't had someone that's really pushing our our, um, our boat, you know, incredibly for us, because this is when we've really needed it, we've needed, you know, someone out there that's going to be uh, really firm on in things and, and trying to get us momentum, because we're, we're in desperate need of momentum and, and positive, uh, sort of positive things in the industry, so that is frustrating.
2: Mate, uh, mate, if... Um... If if the rest of the country outside of Auckland goes to level three, is that enough for you and and the, the trainers and everyone? Is that enough stability for you to be able to do what you do, or is that is there still a lot of uncertainty yeah, well, with
1: Auckland? Yeah, it's better. Obviously, obviously, yeah, obviously, that'll um will click in and we can race in. Personally, for me in the Auckland area, um, not great yep. because uh, we can't travel with the horses or can't go with the horses, so we've got to try and organise horses. Uh, Say for this weekend, if, if Waikato goes into level 3, we've got runners in the Foxbridge um, plate and uh, a couple of other runners here, so we've probably got to organise them to get down there on a transporter, someone down there to look after them on race day. And, and you know, horses are mm. sometimes a little bit individual and you know their different sort of habits and, and quirks, so it's a little bit easier if you've got staff that uh, know the horses to be with them. But, you know, that's something we we'll have to get around
0: so mate, um just a couple of things. I guess the firstly the yeah. dangers, um, of if we mm. if we don't get these horses that are rock hard fit to the track right now, what are the dangers mm. of turning them out into paddocks because we can't afford to conti- continue to keep them in work without the without the chance of racing? What are the dangers to the well, to the industry? Well,
1: racing. well, yeah, you know, like horses yeah, they're they're flight animals and, and uh if they're like this time of the year when you've got a lot of horses coming up to to get fit for the spring, and you try and turn them out into paddocks now. You know, there's obviously dangers of them hurting themselves here. Yeah. That's that's without a doubt. Um, so we we don't want that. We want to be able to keep training them, and uh, we want to be able to keep racing them as well. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a it's, a, it's a, a hard, really hard situation. But you know, you just don't want to be turning horses out at this time of year. Definitely not.
0: So what what about the correspondence that we've had from NZ? about the reasons why we can't race? Have we had anything which makes any sense or just hands
1: up in the air? Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's, quite political, but um, we've had a little bit of correspondence just saying just the other day that uh, obviously the lockdown conditions are different in Australia because everybody obviously looks at Australia and... and, um, been so close to them and following Australian racing so closely, we, we look at that and, and uh, wonder why we aren't uh, going but they're saying that uh, the lockdown conditions are, uh, are totally different in Australia and hence them being able to race and, and us not but you know look it's well, coming untie- um, a political decision maybe but, but I don't know Well
2: that, that aside Shawnee, I'm going to go to the cracker millions next year, I'm probably going to buy Moanga's brother I'm looking for a trainer, mate. You, you, you keen or you can <laughs> yeah, train running, it for yeah, me or what? Yeah,
1: I can train it. Yeah, I had a runner in the crack of morning, cost uh, fourteen thousand. My runner this year it was called Seven Twenty. So uh, it's doing its racing in Australia now. When it's when it's first start over there uh, last week actually. Yeah. So it and, sure and, did because uh, uh, we definitely.
0: tipped it out. We tipped it out to all Baz and Lizzie. Baz and Izzy oh, listeners, you? and everyone got a fill-up, and Paul Mowati from the TAB went real quiet for a couple of days. <laughs> what else have you got then for us to be able to keep an eye out in the spring, mate, if we do get ourselves back to racing? Have you got anything oh, that really excites you?
1: Uh, yeah, I've got some nice horses in the barn, but I think uh, I, I like a, I like a mare that's raced a little bit called 360. She's got a lot of ability, and, uh, and uh, it's coming up quite well. It's a power mare. Same sort of ownership as the uh, horse at 720 that went over to Australia actually so uh, yeah it's coming up nicely and I think it's
0: got a good race in it this, uh, this spring Beautiful, alright mate well, we'll, we'll let you go here on uh, Baz and Izzy for breakfast but we really appreciate you joining us and good luck I guess we'll cross our fingers and our toes and we hope that things return to normal on Friday night and we can get racing again because we've got some great, great meetings coming up and some of the best horse flesh in the southern hemisphere ready to explode on the track so all the best
1: yeah, that's it, guys. Um, yeah, we're all hopeful for Friday that we're going to get a um, good result and uh, it's going to change things around for us and we can get cracking again. But uh, yeah, thanks for talking to me.
0: Good, ma'am. Yeah, Sean. That was Sean Clotworthy, who is the newly elected president of the Trainers Association here in New Zealand, and they've got a big, big job in front of them, really. It's just so frustrating, and you could probably pick it up in my voice constantly. It's just, I. I I struggled with the whole common sense element of this and you throw white baiting in there as well. And it just makes zero sense whatsoever feel for the butchers, the bakers, the horse trainers, the white baiters.
2: I could, I could feel it. I could hear it in his voice. eh? like the uncertainty within the industry and, and like you touched on it there, like these horses, we got to treat them like athletes and they're probably not getting the same work and they're not getting the same, um, you know, trainings and, probably a little bit uncertainty there and then what they're expected to come out and race in these big races underdone these horses will probably do injuries bloody you know pull tear muscles and things like that so do, do the government think think about things like that you know these horses they just think they're the animals and but they're athlete you know they are high-performing um you know horses they the things they put their bodies through to go go around this track is unbelievable so look i could hear it in his voice mate a lot of uncertainty and i feel for the feel for the trainers and the owners Yep, yeah, mate, you're spot
0: on, is, you're absolutely spot on. The other thing is, bro, when you turn a fit horse out and you put it in a small mm. paddock and they are fresh, then they will hurt themselves. Now talk to me about what's right or wrong with animal welfare and things. You need the industry to keep going, otherwise you're going to have horses, proper horses, expensive horses, bloodlines which have lasted generations, are going to come a cropper and hurt themselves all because mm. they can't get themselves up and running, and that's just how it is. It's no different to... The um the other industries, at certain times of the year in the racing industry, you have to be racing horses. It's as simple as that, and that time is right now. So let's see. Peter Volandi's lobbied for it over in Australia. Who's going to lobby for it here? Let's see. That challenge is out there. Maybe it's Sean. Baz McCullough. The path, all the trainers. <laughs> it's 7.18 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Always here for you.